When the sun rises, I wake up and chase my dreams. I won't regret when the sun sets, cause I live my life like I'm a beast. What up? You're listening to the Lifestyle Practice Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Lifestyle Practice Podcast. I'm Steve Vandegraaff and I'm going to be your host today. It is May 1st, 2022. It's been about a month since I was last on. Since that time, we had here in Augusta the Masters Golf Tournament. One of my favorite things about living where we do is we rent out our house each year to a fan or to a golfer that's going to Augusta National to watch Masters, and we take a week-long vacation. We get out of town. This year, we went on a cruise to the Caribbean, and it was a blast. We saw the Bahamas for the first time, just got to be out in the open ocean and kind of experience that. It was super cool. If you haven't done it yet, you need to. Tell me if this is a familiar experience for you. It's early Monday morning. You've mentally prepared yourself to create a great start to another week. And then just an hour or two before you open, you get that text. An employee says, I'm not going to make it in today. I'm feeling sick. Well, now you suddenly feel sick because we all know how the rest of the day goes shorthanded. It's hectic. You get behind. You're watching the clock. It's just stressful. I'd like to talk with you guys today about this situation and kind of help understand the hidden reasons that people really miss work and what you can do about it if it affects you. I'd like to say up front before we talk about this, that yes, stuff really does happen. Sometimes people do get sick. Emergencies happen to our team members and emergencies happen to their family members. People have lives outside of work. When something happens to a team member, whether it's sickness or whatever, it's great to be the boss that can support them while they're getting better or while they're taking care of their loved ones. You can build a lot of goodwill during this difficult time. And really, it's just the right thing to do. I recently had an employee with an illness that took her out for three or four days. She's awesome. I trust her 100%. So, you know, we, I gave her the time off, no question. We covered for her. Um, we had flowers and a care package delivered to her home, telling her that we missed her. We want her to get better. And she was very, very grateful. She came back very energized and committed to the team. If that ever happens to you, I'd recommend you do similar. Treat your employees great, and they'll do great work for you. What I'm talking about here is the case of an employee or employees missing work regularly. As in, Susie called in sick once last week, and she's already calling in sick again today. Employees missing work should be rare. So just remember that. It, it shouldn't be a common reoccurring thing that happens. If it is happening to you, something is wrong and it's a symptom of a deeper problem. I want to help you get to the bottom of that. So what is the true reason that employees regularly miss work? There's a reason beyond sickness if your employee is absent. They may not be feeling well, but there is more going on. I'll just do a quick pause before going on. My team listens to these podcasts and you guys, I'm not talking about you. <laughs> okay, you're awesome. Talking about others here. There's more going on and there's a problem. 
it could be a problem with something going on in your practice or a problem within that employee that you need to address. I'd recommend first, if this is happening to you, look in the mirror, ask if there's something going on in your office that's preventing them from being all in. First thing I'd check is how is the morale in your practice? Is there negativity? Is there drama between this team member and somebody else? Is there a Debbie Downer or an energy vampire somewhere on your team that's making it hard for other team members to come to work? I read a study recently that said workplace environment actually ranks second, almost equal, but second to sickness as the true cause of absenteeism. And I believe it. Think back to a past job where you worked with a total jerk or if you had to face a toxic person every day. You probably dreaded going to work. If there is that type of dynamic going on in your practice or between two employees in your practice, they're going to dread it in the very same way. If there is an issue between team members, you got to get to the bottom of it. Sit them down together. Work it out. If someone's dragging other people down, you've got to talk to them. If you don't address these issues and just hope that they'll somehow resolve themselves, then you can expect to have big problems and more things like absenteeism. What else under your control is contributing to this? Are there unclear expectations about employee duties? Do you have an employee that's overwhelmed? Are your employees underpaid? If so, expect underwhelming results. And yes, expect more sick and missed days until they can find a place to work that pays them better and makes them feel more appreciated. So the first thing to do, if you, if your people seem to curiously become sick often, or if for whatever reason you find yourself short-staffed at work, check yourself first. Don't air your grievances against your employees on some dental Facebook group. Don't complain about how there is no millennial that knows how to work anymore. Instead, just honestly consider how this could be a result of some mismanagement on your part. On the other end of the spectrum, I've talked with dentists who struggle with missing staff because they suffer from nice guy syndrome, where they are too accommodating to employees' extra work schedules. I realize I was guilty of this a couple years ago. It wasn't severe, but it did seem for me for a while that between all six team members, one person seemed to be gone for one reason or another, where whether it was sickness or like a doctor or other type of appointment. And it was just a headache being short a set of hands. Then one day, it was pretty interesting, a dental assistant who worked for another dental office came to my office with a toothache, of all things. And that kind of feels good, you know, when an employee from another office comes to see you as their dentist. But anyways, I, I overheard this new patient talking with my dental assistant about how her boss was a jerk. And yeah, I, I kind of liked hearing that too. And she was just saying how hard it was for her to get off work to come to her appointment at my office today. But then my assistant responded, and this is what surprised and stuck out to me. She said, oh, Dr. Vandegraaff is so nice. If you ever have anything, he's like, oh sure, just go take care of it. And he doesn't even ask or he doesn't need anything. When she said that, I did not, I did not like that part of the conversation. Because this employee that said that, she wasn't missing work all the time, but she had called in sick a couple Monday mornings and had appointments during work times that for sure had left us shorthanded at times. So I realized in trying to be an understanding kind boss, I had actually been 
teaching the lesson that it's okay to not be at work if you have other things to take care of. The standard to prioritize work and be there for our other team members was not abundantly clear. Similar to how a front desk can unintentionally train patients to miss appointments by allowing no-shows, I had taught my employees that it's no big deal to miss if you have other things going on or, or no need to try to work through a little discomfort if you're not quite at 100%. Instead, the message that came across was, just take the day off and feel better. My ego liked the first part of that conversation, but definitely not the last part. I thought about it over the weekend and I decided to meet with the team. We sat down, had a little meeting and talked about it. And I'd say, if you ever find yourself short-staffed or if you don't have a sick policy, that you do the same. Here is more or less what I said. Basically, you know, hey guys, I appreciate everybody chipping in earlier this week when we are a little short-handed. Thanks for being willing to cover for each other and help when somebody is sick. I know that will happen to each of us at some point. I would like to say, however, that it is really stressful and tiring for the rest of the team when someone's not here. We've all experienced that. I understand that emergencies can happen. We can on occasion get sick, but those times should be rare. So I just want to remind everyone about our team commitment policy. Personal appointments that you may have, whether it's the doctor or the DMV or whatever, they need to be scheduled outside of work, meaning Thursday afternoons or Fridays. We have a pretty sweet work schedule. We work three and a half days here, so that should allow us all time to take care of personal stuff outside of working hours. On the rare occasion that emergency sickness does come up, we need to know with as much advance notice as possible, and then I'll need a doctor's note to excuse the absence. I trust everybody, but doing this just sets the same standard for everyone so we can be committed to being here every day for each other and for our patients. Just so it's fair for everyone, I'm gonna help hold everyone to that. Are there any questions that you may have about it? Anyways, something short like that, clear and to the point. You can come up with your own policy that you like and share something similar with them, but it needs to be crystal clear. They need to know the standard and you need to hold people to it. If you do, your team will like the fairness and they will appreciate it. So with these thoughts, let's go back to that text I first mentioned. It's an hour before your workday starts and you get the text, I'm not gonna make it in. I don't feel well this morning. How are you gonna handle it? First, you care about your team member. You want them to feel well because your team members are A players and you trust them and want them to feel better. But if you've had a problem with people missing work in the past or this is something you're trying to correct, you also want to understand what's happening and gauge the severity of the situation. So if I get this text, I'm calling them back. And I'd recommend whenever you have to communicate something important, speak directly rather than text. Feelings can come across wrong in text. There's more nuance when you're able to talk with someone and it requires people who are asking for something. It takes a little more for them to ask for it directly. It takes more bravery to call and ask rather than just to shoot a text over. If this person is somebody where there's been a pattern of absenteeism or if, if something's suspect, you need to reinforce that they are needed at work. So call them right back after you get the text. Mary, I got your text. What's up? Um, I would empathize with them. Man, I'm sorry to hear that. And then, you know, I would say something like, I hear what you're saying and, and I want you to feel better. We also have patients that are already scheduled for today that are counting on us. Is this something you feel 
you may be able to work through as the morning gets going, or are you gonna to need to go visit a doctor this morning? You're not forcing them to work, but you're letting them know that they can work through it if possible, or they'll need to visit the doctor if it's significant enough to miss work. You're being compassionate, but you're maintaining your standard. You're not the front desk saying, oh, okay, no problem, when somebody calls and cancels their appointment over and over. And then lastly, if you have one person who just isn't getting it, talk to them directly at lunch or after work and let them know. Mary, Mary, I wanna share this with you because I love having you on our team. I understand that nobody chooses to be sick or nobody chooses to have these unexpected things come up during work. But to be honest, it's becoming difficult to be able to rely on you to be here. And I, I wanna keep working together. You're awesome whenever you're here, but we need somebody that we can count on to be here every day. Three or four simple sentences. If things don't change and you can't rely on this person, then it's not fair for your team to keep them around. Learning to speak to team members about missing work or any issue where someone isn't performing like they should and being able to help them turn it around and do better is what makes great owners and great practices. Fillings and crowns, that's the easy part. I recently heard a very successful dentist that I follow say, how many difficult conversations you're willing to have will dictate your level of success as a practice owner. And I think he's right. So everybody, if you find yourself shorthanded, lead your team, show genuine support and care for team members that may be out. But if you're consistently shorthanded at work, look in the mirror and determine what you are doing that results in not always having a full team each day. If you need to, set clear expectations and have the difficult conversations you need to with your team. I promise it'll be worth it. If you have questions or thoughts, shoot us an email, Steve, Derek, or Justin at thelifestylepractice.com and have a great week.